Welcome to the September edition of the Community Call. Apologies there. Um, we're still missing two speakers, but I think that's just because I had to restart a new space because the old space wasn't letting me open it. Thank you, Elon. Um, everyone tweet at him. No kidding. But so without further ado, I wanted to get started because we have a packed agenda today. Shout out to all of our speakers for joining us. Um, we are going to kick things off just an overview of the agenda. We have OTAR joining us today to give a complete overview of Polkadot referenda and treasury proposals. We have Appion here today to talk about Windy. We have Tansy Network joining us today to talk about their dance box launch and Tansy testnet and container chains. We have Subsocial joining us today to talk about grill chat updates. We have Akarish joining us today to talk about their Canary launch phase one. We have Nova Wallet joining us today to talk about um, super simple staking as well as Nova Spectre, which is cross-chain transfers. We have Pendulum joining us today to talk about Fearless, um, their activations with Fearless Wallet and Off-Chain Rio event. Um, we have HydroDX joining us today to also talk about their staking launch. And we have uh, BeamSwap joining us today uh, to introduce themselves to the community as one of our dApps on top of Moonbeam. And to also, they've had a few um, updates this summer, and unfortunately, they haven't been able to come on. So really excited to hear what they have to talk about as well. So without further ado, oh, and I just, few housekeeping. Um, we recently just announced our X community and our being Polkadot's X community uh, community on X. And it's a curated space exclusively for Polkadot discussion um, where you can hear on Twitter where you can also get updates from around the entire ecosystem um, and also governance discussions and more. So um, in a second here, oh, right now it is now pinned to the top. If you're, you should definitely join that um, to hear all to keep up to date with all the latest in the Polkadot space. So without further ado, let me hand it over to Otar. Um, hello, everyone. I hope you can hear me okay. Uh, I'm here to provide an overview of the most interesting governments and treasury proposals for both Kusama and Polkadot, starting with Kusama for both governments and treasury, and then moving to Polkadot network. So on Kusama, there are three notable governance proposals this month. Uh, the first one is referenda 263. On September 1st, all the parachains on Kusama halted block production due to the dispute over the previously finalized block. Although the relay chain continued operations normally, uh, the parachains remained stalled. 
The root of this issue originated from a dispute concerning a finalized block that stopped the inclusion of new blocks from parachains. In response, the chain implemented a protective measure, freezing the acceptance of a new parachain candidates. To address this situation, the force unfreeze proposal on a whitelisted caller was introduced for a community vote, with the objective of reverting the freeze and resuming the normal inclusion of the blocks. Uh, consequently, and in parallel, the Polkadot Technical Fellowship had initiated voting on a separate proposal aiming to whitelist this specific hash, leading to successful execution and bringing the block inclusion back. Uh, despite the uh, unexpected stall of parachains on Kusama, the issue was carefully investigated, pinpointed, and measures have been put in place to prevent future occurrences. Uh, worth noting that community's proactive involvement was instrumental in swiftly addressing this situation. So thank you everyone involved. Uh, the next one is referenda 276, which is currently up for vote and has also been whitelisted by the fellowship recently. This proposal revolves around Incointers, the common good parachain for Kusama runtime upgrade to version 16. Specifically, it's uh, 1.5 Point one release. Uh, this upgrade addresses several pivotal issues in uh, up and updates um, updates aligned with the Polkadot uh, release uh, 1.0. Moreover, the upgrade permits Incointer console to set a facet reserve amount. The team behind Incointer uh, stresses the importance of Swift upgrade, warning that these bugs could potentially produce unfavorable situations for community members, even if they're unlikely to occur in regular usage. So please make sure to review and vote on the proposal at your earliest convenience. Uh, lastly, on the Treasury side, I want to highlight one particular proposal on Kusama, Referenda 275, a resubmission of Referenda 273, which previously failed to execute due to a misstep involving a batch of spends submitted on the wrong track. The central theme of this referendum is a compensation for bridge uh, hub uh, collators spanning uh, the months of June, July, and August. To provide context, the uh, community through Bounty number 20 had settled a compensation rate for system parachain collators. However, by the end of the June, Bridge Hub on Kusama began operating its collator slots to the, uh, the public. Uh, this meant that for the last two plus months, community collators have been actively supporting Bridge Hub. Yet the funds allocated to bounty number 20 only covered asset hub collators, leaving bridge hub collators uncompensated. Uh, this current spending request stands as a, a provisional um, measure ensuring bridge hub collators receive their due compensation until bounty 20 is adequately topped up. The compensation model follows a block-weighted approach with collators being rewarded based on number of the blocks they author. Since, uh, since the block authorship is evenly spread across collators, each one, provided they maintain their online status, is expected to produce a consistent number of blocks. Uh, the structure ensures collators are fairly rewarded with uh, deductions for missed blocks and additional rewards for those covering for their peers. Uh, the referendum is currently up for vote, uh, so for more information, please make sure to check the full proposal to review and cast your votes. The links will be provided here. 
uh, now uh, turning attention to Polkadot. So let's uh, dive into referenda 132 and the events surrounding the nodal parachain upgrade. On August 21st, the nodal parachain governments approved uh, and released a previously tested upgrade on network. An hour later, uh, when the upgrade was scheduled to be executed, the plug production halted. Despite collaborative recovery attempts with the parity team, the relay chain's intervention became necessary. The core concern was traced back to the migration code, which was uh, preparing for uh, the anticipate in anticipated intrinsic NFT feature, which led to excessive block production times, uh, suppressing the Polkadot specified limits. Uh, realizing the incident, the nodal team swiftly drafted a proposal to unbreak the parachain by force setting the current code to a new runtime that was very similar to the stored runtime. Uh, as such, a new runtime has been prepared for the Polkadot relay chain governments to address the block production issue. Eventually, um, the strong community support led to the successful approval and enactment of the proposal to the nodal parachain to start producing blocks. Uh, next, we move to uh, Active Referenda 139 concerning Moonbeam's lease on Polkadot. Moonbeam's current lease is to is due to expire in uh, October uh, 2023 to prevent any operational interruptions. It's imperative to execute a lease uh, period swap. If the swap doesn't occur by October, uh, the Moonbeam will halt block production. Right now, the Moon Element parachain, essentially a placeholder created by the Moonbeam, holds the lease for periods 13 to 20. For a successful swap, both Moonbeam and Moon Element must authorize it. The Moonbeam side of the process is confirmed by the Moonbeam OpenGov referendum, which triggers an XCM message to the Polkadot relay chain, signaling the start of the swap. However, there's a problem. Due to setup error in a Moon Element, it cannot be started start to authorize uh, its part of this web. As a solution, Moonbeam uh, Foundation introduced Polkadot OpenGov Referendum 139, which, if approved, will handle Moon Elements part of this web. The Moonbeam team, after using verification tools, confirmed that if both governments' proposals pass, this web will be successful. Concluding, the swap will ensure that Moonbeam continues its operations without any disruptions, so please make sure to participate in the referenda as well. Um, now let's discuss treasury proposals, starting with the referenda 134, which has already been successfully approved. The Thomson Reuters Foundation, which uh, with the backing of every.org, has requested funding for a pilot training program that targets mainstream global media. The, uh, uh, the Thomson Reuters Foundation, known for its advocacy in media freedom, inclusive economies, and human rights, will focus uh, on uh, dispelling common misconceptions about blockchain, as highlighted by the mainstream media's uh, misinterpretations during the FTX incident. The foundation, in collaboration with the Web3 Foundation, will work on the educational program aimed at enlightening journalists and public about broader uh, context of blockchain beyond just the realms of decentralized finance. Uh, building a better understanding of blockchain across mainstream global media as a result. Uh, as the proposal has been approved, I would like to congratulate the foundation and everyone involved in the uh, initiative. 
Next, diving into recently approved referendum 135, which uh, centered around providing adequate incentives to uh, authorized Polkadot moderators, individuals who tirelessly support and protect the community. Initially, starting as unpaid volunteers, these moderators who are ambassadors for both Polkadot and Kusama communities have shown dedication in moderating and ensuring scam-free environment, as well as providing uh, vital support to a new and existing members. Having successfully operated with the bounty mechanism on Kusama since August 2020, the moderation team decided to transition to Polkadot, bringing with them enhanced structure, uh, structures and evolved review system. With a team of 13 members, they expanded their responsibilities to include platforms such as a Polkadot forum and Polka assembly. They offer 24-7 coverage across different time zones, ensuring that the community is always safeguarded. For more information, about the moderation team and the proposal, please make sure to check the complete bounty uh, proposition. Last but not least, on the treasury list is a referendum 137, proposing a collaborative initiative with Aster Network, uh, Aleph Zero, and Fala Network to alleviate ink tooling. The proposal to the Polkadot Treasury centers around Swanky, a comprehensive developer toolkit intending to streamline Ink smart contracts development on Polkadot and Kusama platforms. By combining multiple components, the proposal aims to lower entry barriers for developers. Bounty's task-driven approach has been uh, endorsed to ensure clarity and accountability, with funds being allocated upon the successful completion of each phase. Currently, the proposal has been approved along with the curator's candidacy and is expected that the bounty will be operation shortly. Uh, this is all from my end on governments, but before I conclude, please note that all the relevant links will be provided for additional context. Furthermore, it's worth noting that as part from uh, the referendums which I've highlighted today, Polkadot currently hosts 23 active referenda, while Kusama has seven proposals currently up for vote. So it's important for those with voting power to cast their votes. If daily governance tracking isn't possible for you, think about delegating your votes. Additionally, share your thoughts on ongoing referenda and discussions. Such feedback is critical as it guides proponents to refine and align their ideas with the Polkadot roadmap. Thank you. Thank you. Wow, what a list. I don't know about you guys, but there is just governance proposals galore. We just, we need to watch them like games and have prediction markets, which we have. All right. So without further ado, oh, and as Otar mentioned, they all of those referenda are pinned to the top, even though I know that you guys all memorized them uh, if you and the links. But if you didn't, they're pinned to the top of this um, space. And uh, without further ado, we have Appion. Hi. How's it going? Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Um, so I'm with, uh, I have with me uh, our new girl, Wendy, with us. So <laughs> Wendy is basically a Web3 name decentralized uh, index of your digital accounts that we uh, collectively developed with Nova Wallet and Kilt. Um, and we, I think all of us in, in this room right now are familiar with the approach that even though we are Web3 natives, we still send, or when we send, uh, assets over the network, we still send a small amount first just to check that the amount has actually gotten to the right address and then we send the full amount. So we kind of wanted to eliminate this friction point specifically in the Polkadot ecosystem 
uh, and by combining, let's say, um, two services. So um, Kilt is known for the DID, so for the uh, decentralized identifiers. And basically, you can create your Web3 name by testing um, credentials from the real world, like your Twitter accounts, emails, passport, and so on, thus giving you the authenticity that the Web3 name is actually belongs to you. And um, Nova Wallet is obviously the go-to choice for many of the um, users in the uh, Polkadot ecosystem. And we wanted to bring that together. So essentially, what Wendy does is Wendy, as I said, is a Web3 name decentralized index. And it ties your Web3 name to a list uh, of different addresses across different chains. So it doesn't have to be Polkadot specific. So we support Ethereum, we support Bitcoin, Polygon. Um, I mean, you can we can add basically any chain as there is right now. And the beauty of Wendy is when you log in uh, through your Web3 name you know, with your Sporn wallet on Wendy, you can start adding different addresses and label them. So basically you can have several Polkadot wallets and then label them for friends and family wallet. You can have a business wallet, you can have a vacation wallet and so on. And once you enter into Nova wallet and you want to send some assets to a specific Web3 name, you basically just type in the Web3 name, uh, you select the asset that you want to send, and then you get a list based out of the Wendy index uh, of those labels that you've pre uh, pre-configured. Uh, we actually have another parachain in the loop here as well. So we are also integrating Crust. So Crust is being used as the gateway to IPFS. So the JSON file together with the list of all the labels with your web three name is impact encrypted and basically stored on IPFS. Um, so it's truly living in a decentralized and unstoppable way. Um, yeah, and it just embraces and showcases what's possible in the Polkadot ecosystems, how projects like uh, the, the ones that I've just mentioned can cooperate in a seamless way and create amazing new stuff together. So shout out to Anton, who I think is also on the call. Uh, looking forward to do more stuff with other projects in the ecosystem further down the road. Awesome. Is that it? Just wanted to make sure before I cut you off. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, that's it. From my side <laughs> Wonderful. <now. laughs> Perfect. Thank you for joining. Um, up next, we have Tansy. Hey, everyone. Francisco here. Can you hear me okay? Yes, we can. Okay, great. Um, yeah, first of all, thanks for having me. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Um, so a lot has been happening in the TANS ecosystem. Uh, I'm Francisco. I'm, I'm, uh, help, I'm con contributing to the TANS protocol. Um, and for those of you who don't know, TANS is basically a, an app chain infrastructure protocol that makes it substantially easier to deploy um, chains on Polkadot. Um, and I'm happy to say that after uh, four months of, of burning the midnight oil, um, we finally deployed DanceBox, which is uh, Tansy's testnet. Um, and this will be the first kind of iteration of a tangible product where developers will be actually be able to test like what it actually means to deploy an app chain through Tansy. Um, I'm, I'm very happy to say that, you know, we're seeing an overwhelming amount of demand uh, from developers that, that want to build um, through Tansy and, and by default on Polkadot as well. Um, we have uh, over 40 teams in our, in our App Chain Pioneers program, but what we found even uh, more surprising is that, you know, we've received approximately like 60 submissions once we launched Dancebox from developers that want to test, you know, uh, launching an App Chain, many of which weren't even originally in the Pioneers program. So 
I mean, I'm, I'm very um, excited about what this means for not only Tansy, but the Polkadot ecosystem as well, since I think this is going to usher in a new era of how developers use Polkadot, right? And, and what this means for the broader ecosystem. Our goal all along has always been to accelerate adoption on Polkadot by making it as easy as humanly possible to, to deploy a chain. Um, and, and yeah, we're work, we're continuing to work as hard as we can to bring that vision to life. And this launch of Dancebox is the, the first stepping stone in that. So, so yeah, if anyone wants to interact with Dancebox, you want to test it out, give us feedback. I mean, this is very valuable to us right now. We really want to get actual developer feedback in terms of how we can improve the product. We're going to work, um, a lot in the coming months to try to, uh, iterate, uh, the, the, the DAP. So so yeah, thanks a lot for for the support uh, from the community. It's it's been amazing, and uh, we we look forward to continue to push and 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 bring more developers into the Polkadot ecosystem. Wonderful, thank you. Yes, I've I've been hearing a lot on my side too. Everyone wants simple deployment, and Tansy's here for it. So up next we have a uh, yeah, uh, young bee from Subsocial. Always have to say your name. <laughs> Hey everyone, can you hear me all right? Yes, we can. Awesome. Yeah, so we've got some uh, exciting updates to share today. Um, so we've done a lot of upgrades to Grill Chat recently. So first we added push notifications, which are really awesome. You can get notifications on your desktop when people reply to your messages. This obviously helps with re-engagement, which has a flywheel effect on stimulating conversations. We also added unread message counters so you can see if you've missed out on anything. And finally, we added custom nicknames. So we had previously integrated ENS names if you linked your EVM account, um, but now anyone can set a custom nickname so that other users can recognize you. We're currently working on the ability to connect Polkadot wallets like Talisman. Uh, so that will allow us to pull in Polkadot identities too, such as subsocial usernames, Polkadot on-chain ident identities, kilt DIDs, etc. We've also started working on migrating Grill Chat from our X social solo chain to our main net, the subsocial pair chain on Polkadot, uh, which will, of course, be bullish for Polkadot ecosystem usage statistics. Combined with Polkadot wallet logins, we'll be able to pull subsocial profile data into Grill and link it with the creator staking system, uh, which I'll talk more about in just a minute. We've seen some great increases in user accounts following Grill Chat integrations. For example, Zeitgeist's Prediction Markets app saw an 18% increase in users in the two months following the integration compared to the two months before. And we recently updated the Grill integration on SubID. Uh, instead of a pop-up window, it's now a full side pane that's automatically open. Uh, this has caused a significant uptick in activity as the chat is more visible and accessible. Uh, so we're committed to developing more integration styles to fit the different UI layouts that our integration partners might have, as well as improve moderation features. Um, so, so far with Grill, we've had more than 10,000 messages since uh, April 5th when it was launched. Creator staking is still in development, but is nearing release. I expect it will be released before the end of October. Of course, that may change. In terms of rewards, right now we're looking at around 1 million sub per month split 50-50 between creators and stakers. Uh, this number may change as well before launch and will very likely change after launch as well. Of course, in the long run, uh, it will be up to governance. 
we'll have a full announcement out for that soon and are excited to release that. I'm also working on an article right now about a Web2 website with 7 million monthly visitors integrating Grill Chat, uh, which is quite bullish, I think, so stay tuned for that. And that's all I've got for today. Thanks, everyone. Awesome. Thank you. Up next, do we have a Curist here? Yes, we have Christian from a Curist. Hey, guys. I'm going to ask you whether you can hear me, but you can just upvote or downvote via emoji. Might be easier. Nice. 100. All right. I'm Christian, head of research from Accurist. I'm really excited to be here for the first time. Our canary chain launched on Kusama since the 13th of September. And this is really our first step towards making our vision of Zero Trust app platforms a reality. Um, we are onboarding projects right now and mainly targeting people that are looking for an execution layer that enables confidential off-chain data processing. So um, we really can leverage um, this process network of confidential execution layer to create a more per permissionless way on off-chain data. So for example, this allows um, on-demand oracles that query in a confidential manner. We can also have new use cases such as verifiable randomness from a subset of processors for a permissionless poker game. Uh, we can have permissionless web crawlers, et cetera, et cetera. So um, it also goes towards um, offloading, for example, zero knowledge proof generation. So really uh, sort of limitless um, potential here that we unlocked and we're onboarding processors, onboarding consumers. So what that means for us is that if you want to get access to the Acris Canary through the faucet, you can claim tokens and test it out straight away. Or you can even onboard yourself as a processor, become a processor and earn up to 250 CACU tokens per week. I'm going to spell it out, Kaku or Kaku, however you want to spell it. So Acu will sound uh, better on the mainnet launch then. But anyways, um, looking forward, guys, and thanks for the time. Thank you. In one second here, working us doing this. Please excuse the short interruption for a word from our sponsors. <laughs> we have Max joining us here to give a shout out to um, PBA, the Polkadot Blockchain Academy. Thanks, Emily. Um, can everyone hear me okay? Just having kind of audio problems. I'll just look for a thumbs up somewhere. Nice. Thanks, Nova. Um, Sweet. Well, it's a pleasure to speak with everyone today. Um, I'm Max. I work on the Polkadot Blockchain Academy. Um, we're coming off of a, a last wave that we did in uh, Berkeley, California in August. Um, so I've got three calls to action basically today. Um, first of all, I wanted to announce that um, we're coming to Hong Kong and Singapore. Uh, our next wave will be in Hong Kong from January 2nd to February 2nd. So we're both actively recruiting um, for that uh, wave and we're eager to also have collaborators from all over the ecosystem, basically to help us carry out uh, different parts of the curriculum um, and to engage with the students. Um, one thing that's kind of changed about the PBA, if, if you've been following our journey, you know that we've been focused on uh, core developer training, but we've also added a founders track, which is targeted towards 
uh, early stage founders who are interested in building on Polkadot. Um, and our pilot curriculum, which we just carried out in Berkeley, was carried out with the efforts of about 20 um, ecosystem teams. So we're looking to have even more engaged in that and also um, basically attract those um, those founders to your platforms or to your chains or to your projects um, to, to uh, build with you uh, following the PBA. Um, so anyone can uh, really reach out to me. Um, you can message me on Telegram. I'm just at Polka Max, not Maxi, just Polka Max, um, even though I guess I'm a bit of a Maxi. Um, and uh, yeah, we're happy to engage with you about um, like press promotion that you can help us with, talk about uh, curriculum involvements that you can do. And also, um, if you're interested in some of the developers, which we just graduated, we can um, give you, uh, get you in touch with them um, and hopefully get them to, to building on your projects. So um, yeah, thanks, uh, Emily. Thanks, Maxi. Over, <laughs> over and out. You really should make it Poco Maxi. I'll make it for you. All right, up next we have Nova. All right, hey everyone. Um, can you hear me well? I will continue the tradition and I will wait for the emojis. And I think I can start. So for the no wallet, we have just completed the huge milestone which we targeted this year uh, towards the staking. So the staking is one of the most favorite features of the Polkot community. So we have decided to join and like provide the full forces of our team to improve the staking uh, UX UI. And just recently we have released the um, no world version 7.0, which uh, has a name super simple staking. And basically it's five uh, main points to address uh, and elevate the staking. So first of them is a two-in-one flow. So for the networks like a Polkadot, which has uh, both nomination pool and the validator staking, we decided to simplify the flow for the users so they don't need to think um, what staking uh, type they need to choose. Like, is it like a validator staking, nomination pools? It's just simplified in one single flow. They just need to enter amount and that's it. Basically, Nova um, automatically decides for the user which uh, staking type to choose, like nomination pool for the stake, uh, for example, less than 500 dot. And what is above will go towards the validator staking, which has um, much more superior UX um, comparing with the nomination pool. So it is as simple as that. You just enter the amount and here you go. Your staking starts now completely on-chain, secure, and all of this. The second point uh, or the second part of super simple staking increase is the multi-staking dashboard. This is something what allow uh, our users to see all their staking activities on one screen. So currently know what it supports 10 assets for staking, uh, which are Polkadot, um, Kusama, Alif Zero, Moonbeam, and six more. And you can see on one screen all of them, uh, all your rewards, all your statuses, everything. So it's much more easier to manage. The third point is the staking hints. So if uh, any new user downloaded a no wallet, they can easily get acknowledged with all staking conditions, like what is the minimum amount to stake, uh, how often rewards are coming to your account, and all this information super simply displayed uh, to the users before they start uh, staking. And we also support the huge uh, wiki where they can go and read in details, like how the staking is being managed, what they can do, and all of that is available as well. 
The fourth point is basically that customization um, available for the pro users. So if you want to really tune it up um, for you to be like super custom um, staking experience, like changing reward destination, changing the validators, selecting precise uh, validators for your stake, that is also available. So even though we decided to like go full forces for simplifying the UX, we still care for our pro and advanced users, and we still have all these juicy features for advanced customizations, such as like, yeah, reward destination and all of that. And lastly, I would like to remind uh, everyone, which is like a fifth point of this, that we charge no fees, no commission. The no world is fully open source. We respect privacy. We don't collect any data from our users. Uh, and basically the whole project is funded by Polkot Treasury. So feel free to try it out. Um, would be happy to hear your feedback. Uh, so that was our recent updates for the Nova Wallet, but we also have the second project called Nova Spectre. This is our idea to bring uh, the all-in-one desktop application for the Polkadot because Nova Wallet is our mobile app and the Spectre is our desktop application. And we recently started to release more and more updates. And finally, uh, we have the cross-chain transfers available in the Spectre. This is, uh, the this is using the same technology that we're using in NoWorld, which means that uh, Spectre and NoWorld are two applications that support the most channels right now uh, for you to cross-chain your assets in the Polkot ecosystem. So that would be it from my side. Thank you. Thank you. I think we should hop over to HydraDX since they have a staking announcement as well, just to stay on theme. Hello, everyone. Can you hear me? Right. Uh, so thank you for having me. It's actually like very lovely that I can uh, follow up on Anton <laughs> uh, as well with staking. But uh, as you might see when you are on Hydra DX uh, or when you are following us, like as always, we are trying to do stuff uh, in like a little bit different way and bring something new. So as uh, governance is also a big topic and they are like also like very connected uh, staking and governance in especially in Polkadot thanks to like the most advanced uh, governance uh, uh, technology uh, there is that obvious uh, issue with all pretty much all on-chain governance systems to, uh, in the whole crypto field not just in the Polkadot and that's uh, that's the governance turnouts especially if you have systems and like communities and protocols which are like very complex and like very diverse, especially like Polkadot. Like you could hear on the beginning of the call that there was like a really like a lot of going on and like many of these things are like complex. So it's like natural that uh, people might start losing interest or like that's like pretty big uh, uh, mental bandwidth needed uh, to process them. But what we did differently. Uh, and what I'm and what what we are really proud of the, as a whole team is that we actually bring to uh, some notion of gamification into our staking uh, mechanisms and especially into governance. So, like there was a lot of ideas or like uh, it's like pretty straightforward to think that uh, on-chain governance participation can be uh, maybe solved by just incentives like throwing money uh, at people but as we as, as we all know that or like as we usually see like uh usually some incentive schemes or like many incentive schemes when they are like designed properly uh that they can be they are usually exploited uh, or game sooner or later so 
the approach which, which we took is that basically we are not incentivizing people for the governance participation uh, directly, like uh, like economically directly, but kind of like more like indirectly by just uh, accelerating uh, the full amount of the of the reward or incentive for this for the staking, and uh, and it actually like really worked, uh, except of overwhelming uh, feedback from our great community about the feature and its UX itself that is like uh, clear on-chain data that the governance turned out actually like uh, bump from around this like standard one, two percent uh, uh, supply to like even like north of or like almost 10 or around 10, nine. So what we are planning next is uh, to maybe think about how we can generalize this like palette for uh, gamification of uh, staking, but generalize it in a way that it would be helpful for all parachains uh, in the ecosystem or like pretty much all dApps in the ecosystem. And like, yeah, if you are founder or builder uh, or even just like, not just, but a community member who cares a lot about the traction of the your favorite parachain or project, uh, like hit me up and... Uh, like we are uh, super excited to bring these like gamifications to other features and uh, other places in the Polkadot, uh, which we think can like improve like pretty much everything. And obviously we will be pushing it also on our side. Uh, so you will see like bigger push on the gamification, not just of the staking, but all other features, which we have uh, in a parallel with improving the outputs or like properties of all our features so yep awesome thank you jacob up next we have liam from pendulum thank you very much emily uh very grateful to be here hello everybody um yeah if you'd like to give me a, a purple love heart if you can hear me that's my favorite emoji makes me feel special oh i can see loads there we go all right great um yeah i'll just be super brief we have a cool update to share um, to do with the real world and real life and connecting um, the real world with on-chain activity. So next uh, week, I'll be in Brazil with a few of our wonderful team members. And we've partnered with Fearless Wallet, um, who have a, a wonderful user interface. And so we will host an event in Brazil um, where guests can use the Fearless Wallet to access pen tokens and uh, make purchases for our wonderful merchandise. Um, and so, yeah, this is really exciting because it's Fearless Wallet have done a super job of making it really, really easy for everybody, for the guests. The guests will be from the traditional finance world. So a lot of these people won't know, will have, been, will have never had a crypto wallet before. Polkadot.js will probably be a little bit too difficult for them. <laughs> um, so they'll need an onboarding. Um, and they'll be from fintechs, they'll be from VCs, they'll be from traditional finance. And so all they have to do is scan a QR code and download a wallet uh, from the App Store or the Play Store. Um, and then that will have preloaded pen tokens on it, which they can then send to an address to grab a lovely T-shirt or grab premium food, etc. Um, so, yeah, that's a really cool way to onboard um, people from traditional finance and get them um, started uh, in the Polkadot ecosystem. And this is our this is our thing at Pendulum. We want to connect traditional finance to Web three, um, 
And in, and in the future, as soon as our Spacewalk Bridge goes live on Pendulum, then as well as using pen tokens, they can also use all the stable coins that we've bridged from Stellar. So, for example, in Brazil, the Brazilian Real, the BRZ stablecoin, um, next time round, they could use that to, to make purchases and to really experience how to use um, their local currency stablecoin on chain. Uh, yeah, and then this kind of a thing we're going to do a lot uh, in the future. We've had a similar event in Tanzania a few months ago. Um, yeah, so that's that's exciting. It's the first kind of um, the first go at this. Uh, it's been fantastic working with Fearless Wallet on this. I'm sure this will be the first of many. Um, yeah, and that's with with different stablecoins from across uh, the world from different countries. Stella has amazing stablecoins: the Mexican pesos, the Brazilian real, the Tanzanian shilling, um, many different exotic currencies that right now have no utility in Web three. And that's one of our focuses at Pendulum to uh, bring these to Polkadot, um, to give them an ecosystem, to give them a Forex optimized AMM, which we're building uh, called Nabla, to give them lending and borrowing protocols, to give them DeFi tools to then uh, give utility to these uh, stable coins. Yeah. And yeah, the first step towards that is getting fintechs uh, on board, is onboarding fintechs, onboarding small businesses. Uh, in these in these countries that can get their hands dirty and start building. So, yep, super excited for that. Uh, next week, if you're in Rio, feel free to join, to ping, ping us a message. We'll get you a VIP ticket. We'd love to see you. Uh, yep, that's my update. Thanks very much. Love that clap. There's a soundboard here, and I was like, we should be using this, but it does clap awfully long, and I didn't, wasn't able to stop it. Have oh, it, I loved it. Have you guys played <laughs> around with this soundboard at all? Uh, there's, there's some here that I don't, there's a kangaroo. Do you know what sound a kangaroo makes? I, I have no idea. Let's try it. Let's just do one. Oh, that, that's a kangaroo. All right. <laughs> Uh, what have I started? All right, everyone. And last but not least, we have my buddy Jay joining us from BeamSwap. Everyone choose your favorite soundboard emoji to welcome him. Oh, good morning. Good morning, everyone. And thank you to everyone who, who's listening. For uh, anyone that doesn't know me, my name is Jay. I'm the business developer over at BeamSwap. Um, we are a Dex on the Moonbeam network and have been around since the launch of Moonbeam. Uh, we've been hard at work since the early days and have continued to do so while being very community focused. And we've aimed to be a one-stop shop to help not only elevate the DeFi experience for users, but also serve as a destination point and gateway for new users looking to embark into their journey into the greater Polkadot space. <clears throat> but this summer, uh, we had a lot of exciting things rolling out. Um, from features from adding V3 concentrated liquidity to our platform, making for more capital efficiency and more efficient swaps for users. <clears throat> In addition to that, uh, V3 concentrated liquidity comes with more active management, which may not be ideal for many users. So we were able to team up with folks over at Gamma Strategies to also provide active liquidity management services for our users. <clears throat> but part of enhancing that the user experience is creating a, a better onboarding experience which is something we considered in which we've enabled cross-chain swaps through Squid, allowing users to opt in and 
with one click through their many supported chains from things like Arbitrum, Cosmos, Ethereum, and more, as well as the adoption of XCN native transfers thanks to the Moonbeam SDK, simplifying cross-chain native transfers across Polkadot. Uh, with that, too, we're also looking to onboard and work with more teams to bring more native assets to our decks. <clears throat> but last is uh, one of our most exciting rollouts is the uh, announcement of BMEX, which was the first perpetual exchange on the Moonbeam network, as well as Polkadot, which opens up a new DeFi use case in the ecosystem and allows for a new market of users to come into this space, seeking new DeFi solutions in the Polkadot ecosystem. Um, but as far as that goes, I just want to say thank you for everyone here for tuning in. And I invite you to come check out BeamSwap as well as BMX and keep an eye out for more exciting things to come. We look forward to continuing elevating the DeFi experience and connecting users to the greater Polkadot universe. Thank you. Thank you. All right, everyone. Well, that is a wrap for our September edition of the Polkadot Community Call. Thank you to everyone who joined, especially uh, apologies for the mix up there where I had to change the link last minute, but great that all of our speakers were able to show up and we still got a great um, turnout and for the September edition of the community call. Um, pen to this space is all of the tweets and all of the announcements that all of the team shared. So make sure to check that out. It doesn't go away after the space. The space too is also, you can re-listen to it if you joined late. Um, for the next 30 days directly after this call. So make sure to tune into that. And thank you to all of our speakers for joining us today and taking time out of your very busy schedules. That's Otar and Appion and Francisco from, Tan uh, from Tansy, Young B from Subsocial, Christian from Accurist, Anton from Nova, Liam from Pendulum, Jacob from HydraDX, and Jay from BeamSwap. We will see you guys all on next on the October edition of the Polkadot Community Call. Thank you. Thanks, Emily. Thank you, everyone. Cheers, everyone. GM. in like Taoism, there's this principle in like Taoism where it's like the more you fight something, the more like the opposite of what you want, like just inevitably it kind of starts to happen. There's this principle in like Taoism where it's like the more you fight something, the more like the opposite of what you want, inevitably it kind of starts to happen. Tripping on the bird app, listening to nerds laugh, wondering why the fuck my timeline's so cursed. It's like everybody's holding heavy bags in Web3. That's why they can't fly, they just drowning in the bird bath Fishing for some dry powder, watch how we ignite the tower Blowing up their bank accounts, forgetting how to fight the power Y'all don't even realize how deep this shit goes They preaching open sauce, but don't listen to the code And now it's mutiny, community uprise There's no more humility, futility, plus size Motherfuckers leaking from the wrench down to the bare metal Which side the line you bleeding out on when the dust settles Motherfucking west side shit, needle and noose Sticking with my armory, yam beta and Bruce, repping psychedelic artistry, believing the truth, like these motherfuckers even need a reason to sue? GM fam. Is it really worth all the effort? Is it really worth all the fighting? Is it really worth all the drama? And the answer, I think, is a clear no. We started using Zoom, now we finna zoom out Teaching all these plebidites what this game's really all about Little baby bitches when they choose to have fits 
all you're left with is kibble when you lose all them bits and that kibble's just sawdust the shit is all rust not a great look you're what we'd call all nuts and i for one did not see that coming cracking open books yo that's a lot of money meanwhile over here rewiring features more critical thinking Less knee-jerk, more evolution Less shitcoin preachers Pretending to be teachers Y'all just predatory leeches I mean, please, just look at the track record A bunch of VC rap fucks Sucking up the cheddar The recipe is two steps Rinse and repeat Now we all in your butts And we bring in receipts GM fam, have a seat If you're listening to this My, my plea to you it would be like don't have, don't, don't have to take a side on it Just say like Is it really, is it really worth this war of attrition? It might cost, might cost us a lot, lot more than, than what can be gained game. by like fighting this to the better end. And sometimes it's better to just like move on. Ten spaces.